Oh, hey, everybody. Ezra Levant here in Toronto. I am back from the peaceful protest in Ottawa. I was there with a large contingent from Rebel News. It was so biting cold, but it was actually very warm in feeling. I had a chance to meet people from all over the country who had come there and local people from Ottawa, too. There was a lot of people from Quebec there. Uh, a great number of flags, including American flags. I saw some historical flags, old flags from um, traditional flags in Canada and Quebec, a lot of Aboriginal and Indigenous flags. What was so interesting to me was to realize how much uh, of the trucking industry is people of color, Indigenous folks. It <laughs> made it all the funnier that um, critics of the protest went to that liberal go-to of your racist or whatever. Um, when so many of the truckers and the protesters there were visible minorities and so many of the uh, defamers were old stock Canadians, white people like uh, Justin Trudeau themselves. I, I want to show you one of my favorite clips from the moment, uh, from the weekend. I think you saw this before. We're going to do, we're going to talk about a lot of things today. One of my favorite clips is when Lincoln Jay was talking to some little woke counter protester and in comes someone who was definitely off script. I, I'll let it speak for itself. Take a look. What did it say, sir? So it says, F your white nationalist agenda. I am not a white. This is nothing to do about white. This is nothing to do with truckers. This is about freedom for all of Canadians. You can be brown, black, white, blue, whatever color you want to be. This is about freedom. And Trudeau has no right to put us in this condition of mandates throughout the country. Trudeau are not going to school. It's a terrible thing to do. What a good guy. What a good egg. And I, you know, I, the use of the word freedom. I heard the word freedom said more often in the last 48 hours than I have anywhere outside the precincts of the Rebel World Headquarters um, in years. And I kid you not, I was walking down Spark Street, which is a couple of blocks south of Parliament Hill. I was just walking, and there's two folks walking about 20 feet ahead of me. And I swear to God, as God is my witness, they were just spontaneously singing, Oh, Canada. When was the last time you've seen that? Just people, they weren't putting on a show. Uh, I, I was about 20 feet behind them. They didn't see me. They were ahead of me. There was no one else on the street there. They were just singing it. That's what, was, that's what they were thinking about. That's how they were feeling about things. I saw more Canadian flags there, and I saw more homemade signs. There were a few prefab signs from our friends at the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms saying things like informed consent or fight for your rights or whatever. Um, I saw that, but other than those, you know, and maybe I saw a hundred of those prefab signs from the Justice Center, but other than that, they were all homemade. This was a protest by people, 99% of whom had never been to a protest before in their life. I can tell you that. And you could sort of see that because they didn't really know what to do. Was it a celebration? What, was, what were they going to do? Was there going to be official speeches? There, there really weren't official speeches at first. There was no stage. There was no program. There was no MC for the proceedings. I've, you know, I used to work in Parliament Hill, actually, about 20-odd years ago. 
And uh, quite often there were formal protests on the lawn with a stage and a PA system and someone would call it to order and there would be some dignitaries or politicians. There was none of that. Um, about halfway through the day, I think it was on Saturday, someone found a PA system, pretty low-powered PA system, frankly, and put it on the back of a flatbed truck, and it was turned into sort of a makeshift stage at the last moment. But they were literally inviting anybody up to talk on it, which was fun. And they invited me to go up, and I, I didn't really have a, uh, I didn't, I didn't have anything prepared, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to take up too much time. It was not my show. I was there as a journalist, really, but I also as a supporter, obviously. Um, oh, my God, it was cold. I got to tell you, it was so cold. And it was minus 22. And the thing is, to use, I don't have gloves that work on a cell phone, you know? Like, I mean, we do our work on our phones. We film on our phones and we type. So I had to take my glove off because I didn't have the fancy gloves to work on the phone. I swear, in like 30 seconds, you would start to get frostbite. I was so worried. Anyhow, so it was, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, it, the fact that there were tens of thousands of people there in minus 22 degrees Celsius, I think it dipped down to minus 24. When you're that cold, it may as well be minus 40, really. That's incredible. Like, if the weather was like zero or plus 10, I don't know how many people would have been there. Like to have that many people when it was minus 22 or whatever. Anyway, I kept my speech mercifully brief. You can see the steam uh, from my mouth. But can I play for you uh, the speech I gave? Uh, it's only three and a half minutes long. But um, I think the, the speech was well received. You, you take a look and let me know what you think. Here's the speech I gave from the back of a flatbed truck just uh, on the invitation of the truckers. I'm not a trucker myself, obviously, sort of the opposite. But um, take a look. Violated our civil rights. 
Well, that was pretty uh, friendly reception. I'm I'm surprised at how that seemed to resonate. I mean, I I believe in those things and I talk about them on the show, but I think people there, um, I mean, I really was asked that question, what are we doing? Because we're all here, we're all freezing, we're all having fun, we're all singing O Canada, waving our flags. There's a feeling of community. When I came into the town on Friday night, it really was like going into a Stanley Cup victory parade. The streets were packed. People were driving around honking their horns, flying flags, cheering, sort of high-fiving strangers. Like it really had that feeling of a community moment, almost a historic moment. And okay, it spilled over to the next day and the next day. And I tell you, the horns were honking the whole time. Like I was in a hotel on Queen Street, uh, just three blocks south of Parliament. And the, the horns didn't stop honking till you know, the wee hours. Um, but okay, so so what, right? And and there was one fella, and I and I told that story there. One fella said, "Well, so what are we all here to do?" I didn't get into that in my speech there, but um, like Justin Trudeau is not going to step down because fifty thousand, hundred thousand, a million people stand on Parliament Hill. He just wouldn't do that. Um, he is not a, a Democrat. He's certainly not a populist. He believes in authoritarianism and he believes that he is special and destined to be a ruler, not, not a politician even, or a leader, but a ruler. There's a difference between a leader and a ruler, isn't there? Um, so Trudeau would never step down. In fact, I understand that he just, in fact, maybe in the middle of it right now, a press conference where he's denouncing the protesters with wicked lies do we have any of those clips? I understand that Mariso has cut uh, has cut one or two already. Do you have those, Andrew? All right, let's uh, take a look at some clips from Trudeau. Um, far from saying that the protesters may have a point, far from saying 
that he may reconsider his policies, he's smearing them and defaming them, um, calling them counter-revolutionaries, so to speak, as uh, Fidel Castro might do. Take a look. I know you're wondering about what you saw in our capital city this weekend. As my friend Erwin Kotler said on Saturday, freedom of expression, assembly and association are cornerstones of democracy, but Nazi symbolism, racist imagery and desecration of war memorials are not. Um, you know, the desecration of the war memorial uh, I don't know if you have a picture, but the Ottawa police uh, tweeted in response to that. So there was a picture of um, a couple of cars parked not on uh, the War Memorial itself, but like on a larger plaza around it. Yeah, I think that's it there. Can you zoom in on that picture there? So um, and make that picture as big as possible. So the, there's the War Memorial. It's that arch on on the top left there, and there's a little plaza there, and you can see there's a few cars parked, not on the War Memorial, but sort of on the steps to it. You see those two cars there? And um, that's not good. So can you see the Ottawa police response right underneath it? Hi there. When asked by police to move, they complied and are no longer there. Thank you. So. Those, so scroll up again to show the picture. So though you can see there's some cars on the right, and I think, I can't quite make it out, are there two cars that are actually on the steps of the War Memorial? Looks like two cars. So you don't want to be parked on those, on that little entryway there. Because that's, you know, don't do it. That's a, that's a War Memorial. Now you can see it's not the actual edifice itself, which is about 50 feet over, but that's not good. Don't do that. And they immediately complied. So that, what you see here is the height of the, what did Trudeau just say? The desecration of our national war memorials. This is from the guy who gave $10.5 million to Omar Khadr, the Al-Qaeda terrorist. All of a sudden, he's, this is a guy who told the veterans they're asking for more than we can give. He's using his sexy voice, his uh, first date voice. Oh, baby. I mean, it's when, when Trudeau puts on his first date voice, be careful because here comes the lies. Um, so he, he said that that was desecration of the war memorial. Two cars parked on uh, stairs, like a flat plaza, 50 feet away from the war memorial, who immediately moved them when the police asked them to. Trudeau says, that's the desecration of our national war memorial. You wicked liar. He said Nazi symbolism. There was one Nazi flag but not on Parliament Hill. There were photos circulating. It was somewhere else in the city. Um, Candace Malcolm, or True North, I forget uh, which, tweeted an image of that swastika flag that she identified. She thinks it was the Chateau Laurier Hotel. I used to live in Ottawa, and even for those who don't, wondering about you, may, what you, saw. you may have, um, you may know the Chateau Laurier Hotel. It's it's one of the oldest hotels in Ottawa. It's an old um, CP Rail Hotel, so it's magnificent. Um, it's very close to Parliament. It's just across the, the canal from Parliament Hill. It's so prestigious. It looks a little bit like Parliament, and it is the most expensive hotel in Ottawa. And um, someone said to me 
that these days rooms are about 800 bucks a night and, and he explained the reasons why I haven't checked. The idea that some trucker with a swastika flag would be staying at the Chateau Laurier for $800 a night is so far-fetched and so absurd and so laughable. You have to be a Trudeau liberal not to be alive to that. I mean, these truckers, they often sleep in their cabs. And if not, they're sleeping in a motel. They're not spending 800 bucks a night. And if you have a swastika flag and you're at the Chateau Laurier, Chateau Laurier isn't just the most expensive hotel. It's the ultimate insider establishment hotel. Um, there's never a moment where there isn't some cabinet minister or some lobbyist or some insider um, in the lobby bar there. It's so obviously a false flag, but that's all the media talked about. And so now Trudeau is citing it as fact. I want to show you one more thing. I tweeted this video. There's a great TikTok vid uh, I tweeted. Um, I think I just said on Terry Fox. If you can grab that from my Twitter feed, Andrew. Um, so Terry, there's a statue of Terry Fox, and I saw it when I was there. And um, someone put a Canadian flag over his shoulders. And then someone else put a sign in his hands that said freedom. That's it. No one knocked it over. No one painted it. Here, take a look at this. Take a look at this. Here's a guy doing it. And see how big you can get that. Here's a guy I found on TikTok who had a great response. Take a look at this. You know, I don't remember anybody crying foul when you guys were using Terry Fox to promote your, uh, your little agenda for your masks. By the way, it's not even an N95. I'm sure Terry didn't appreciate that. I don't remember liberals crying foul when they put a beanie on his head. Yard bombing Terry. No issues there? No? Respect to the LGBTQ, but I don't remember Terry Fox being part of uh, that movement or running in any pride marathons. Although I guess, you know, if it suits the liberal agenda again, no problem. But if you think putting a Canadian flag on a national symbol of hope is desecration, then I, I bet you voted for Trudeau. So in closing, I'm going to just quote Terry. I do what I do for the people who believe in me. Not for the jerks who don't. And how many people ever get a chance to do something that they really believe in? I know a lot of people that showed up yesterday, heck, that are still there today. They believe in something. They believe in each other. So trolls do your worst. And Terry, I'm pretty sure, but hope we're making you proud, bud. I really like that guy. But he nailed it. I mean... Uh, I don't know if you can find an image of the desecration of the Terry Fox uh, statue. It wasn't desecrated. First of all, desecration, you can see the words there. It means to take away de uh, to take away the sacredness of something. So you desecrate a church. You defile a church. Um, so look at that. So they've, they've got a flag there. There's a flag. Uh, and then he's holding a sign that says freedom or mandate freedom. And that was taken down shortly thereafter. And I, I mean, I don't think it does any harm. It's not, that's not an anti-Terry Fox. That's not painting him red. That's not beheading him, decapitating him as Sir John A. Macdonald has had done to him, as, uh, as countless other um, historic figures in Canada have had done to their statues. That's not, first of all, you can't desecrate a Terry Fox statue. He's not a saint. He's not a church. He's, he's a great Canadian who did something great 
um, overcoming tremendous adversity, inspiring a nation. I accept all that. But he's not actually sacred. I mean, maybe you mean that in the secular sense. Fine. I mean, you're a great Canadian for sure. He, he belongs on our $10 bill. Um, you, you put an a, a O Canada or a Canadian flag cape on him. That's not desecration. Um, the lies being told by the media party and the liberal party to besmirch hundred, yeah, see, that's desecration. That's, I mean, and by the way, at Queen's Park, which is the um, provincial capital in Toronto, there's a statue of John A. Macdonald they put in a giant coffin, like the government itself built a wooden coffin around it so you didn't have to be triggered by looking at it. That's desecration. Yeah. Uh, Trudeau's lying, of course. Well, we had a great uh, weekend. We had a lot of uh, folks down there. And I tell you, just walking around, it felt great. A lot of people recognized our Rebel News teams or even just the Rebel News microphone flag. And it, and it, it felt wonderful. Sheila hosted a um, live stream on the weekend. I just checked on Rumble alone. It got over 300,000 views. I bet that's more views than the number of people who watched um, The National on CBC that night because no one trusts the CBC. Um, I see that Trudeau, do we have any more uh, clips? I see that Trudeau has said he refuses to meet with the truckers. And That's the reason the he gives for that is he disagrees with them. Uh, apparently he'll only meet with people who agree with him. That's going to be tricky given that he only got 32% of the vote in Canada implying that 68% of Canadians don't agree with him. And that was in 2019. I think he's gone downhill since then. I'd be surprised if, um, I haven't looked at the latest polls, but let's say 70% of Canadians disagree with them. Is he not even going to talk to the 70% of people who disagree with him? That's a tyrant for you. Take a listen. Oh, well, I think we got it live. Go ahead, play, play what you can live. Il euh, y a eu des choses sur lesquelles on s'est aligné, on s'est très bien travaillé. Il y a eu d'autres choses sur lesquelles on est moins aligné. Mais à chaque fois, je démontrais et j'insistais que chaque pays peut et doit faire ses propres décisions par rapport à sa sécurité publique. Mais évidemment, puisque nous suivons la même science et les mêmes genres de, de conseils d'experts, ça ne doit pas être surprenant que les mêmes euh, principes sont en jeu Operator, next question. Thank you. Merci. The next question from Sandra McCharles, Toronto Star. Please go ahead. Uh, yes, Prime Minister, you um, said that uh, Aaron O'Toole has to think carefully, but he did meet with um, some truckers on Friday. Um, do you think that was an inappropriate gesture of support to uh, truckers? Are you specifically uh, about anyone else um, in terms of his caucus? And can you speak to McInerney's um, participation? As part of our job as politicians, every single day, we make decisions about who to meet with, who to respond to, how to respond to them, who to engage with, how not just our engagements, but our example impacts on public discourse. If uh, we choose to uh, put up with and tacitly support 
conspiracy theorists and uh, folks peddling disinformation. That's a reflection on uh, what we choose to do as politicians and who we are as leaders. Obviously, uh, I'm uh, you know, going to trust in Canadians' understanding of the kind of responsible leadership that is needed right now. And I'm sure Canadians are watching what all politicians are doing right now and remembering who is choosing to stand up for what and for whom and what choices they are making as leaders. I think... Turn down the mic just for a sec. Turn down the volume on, on him just for a second, Andrew. You know, um, uh, what, what's fascinating about what we just saw there is it's a question for Justin Trudeau about Justin Trudeau, but even... When you have Trudeau besieged by 100,000 truckers or whatever it is, you notice that question from the media party? It's an attempt to hold Aaron O'Toole to account. Now, Aaron O'Toole is a pitiful, lame duck uh, opposition leader. But even in a Trudeau press conference, the media party tries to hold the opposition leader to account. What a sick thing our media is. Turn off the volume again. Let's hear more. I can uh, get back to work that uh, citizens can go to their jobs, that parliamentarians can continue to do the important work of serving Canadians, of upholding our democracy. Yes, there is a right to protest. There is a right to make your voices heard loudly and clearly. There is not a right to shut down our democracy, our democratic processes. There is not a right to abuse, intimidate, and harass your fellow citizens who are trying to go about their business, trying to live their lives, and not necessarily in agreement with what you are doing. Thank you. Merci. La prochaine question, Raphaël Pirot, Agence QMI. La parole est à vous. Oui, bonjour, M. Trudeau. Je voulais savoir, euh, donc, Le ministre des Transports avait dit récemment... Comme All right. Um, yeah, there's some irony there. Well, I, I, I don't know if there's a translation on this feed, but... So the question for him was uh, about the truckers, and he says, we've got to get back to work. You've got to stop shutting down business. Businesses have to get back to work. Parliament has, get, has to get back to work. You're shutting down democracy. No, actually, actually, they haven't shut down democracy. The parliament has met less often than it ever has in its history. That was at Trudeau's direction. The lockdowns across Canada have happened for two years, not for two days. The, the chutzpah of Trudeau saying that these truckers are what shut down, locked down the economy or parliament is, is such a big lie. Only a media party journalist could believe it. All right, let's hear what he says. Et si c'est encore sur la table, pensez-vous que ça risque de jeter de l'huile sur le feu? Je ne peux pas aller trop loin. Et si vous avez un feed qui est en anglais ou traduit pour que nous puissions écouter le français par deux, d'amener des mesures. Let's read some super chats in the meantime while we find a feed that has uh, some English in it. Um, Harper will always be my PM, says Laugh Out Loud Justin Trudeau following rules for the first time, eh? I do not think he knows how to follow rules in the first place. Um, Harper, again, three bucks. That brainwashed mask character holding the FU sign should really mask up. One is not enough. Kameda, 20 bucks. Thank you. 
Done with the COVID-19 health emergency hoax? Then remember to laugh. The virus may be real, but the emergency is not. Truck on truckers. Yeah. How many years does a permanent emergency, can you still call it an emergency? Or that's just a new authoritarian way of living? Um, private property, 10 bucks. Viva Fry is live right now on the streets of Ottawa. And he said, you were awesome, Ezra. That's nice of him to say. Shauna Marie, 10 bucks. Can you air and comment on the live Justin Trudeau now, Ezra? Yeah, we'll get back to that in 30 seconds. I just want to read a super duper contribution from David Berg for 100 bucks. Hope to see a local convoy head to Tofino, where it's believed he's hiding out. If he has COVID, then why is he traveling? Well, as we see, he's actually, I think he's in Ottawa. So let's go back to that live feed now. On, um, sorry, I'm trying to mute my phone. I'm just trying to follow up on some of your, your responses about the protesters. I understand the concerns around um, many of the actions for many of the protesters. But I'm wondering if you, as the Prime Minister, need to engage with the fears and the concerns that others in the crowd raise about the vaccine. There seems to be a real concern for many of them about the safety of that vaccine. And I'm wondering if you are avoiding addressing that by only focusing on the much more hateful and nefarious elements of the protest this weekend. Marika, anyone who thinks that I haven't been talking about how safe vaccines are has been listening to everything I've been saying over the past two years. Vaccines are safe and effective. The way we get through... <clears throat> The way we get through this public health crisis, get back to the things we love, is by trusting science, by trusting the facts, by uh, being there for each other, by stepping up for each other. We have been hearing people hesitant about getting vaccinated for well over a year now. And we have been reaching out to them community by community, individual by individual, uh, at, at the highest level, uh, but also uh, in interpersonal contacts to reassure people that vaccines are safe and effective and that they are the way to get through this pandemic. So yes, the concerns uh, expressed by uh, a few people uh, gathered in Ottawa right now uh, are not new, not surprising, are heard, but are a continuation of uh, what we've unfortunately seen uh, in uh, disinformation and misinformation online, conspiracy theorists uh, about microchips, about you know, God knows what else that go with the tinfoil hats. We have been clear every step of the way that the work our frontline health workers, the work our scientists and researchers are doing, the people at Health Canada. You know, people, I was there, uh, Andrew, and I, um, I, I saw hundreds of signs. I saw thousands of people. I didn't see a single person talk about microchips. Am I, is, my, is my screen coming through there on the shot? Folks, sorry, we've uh, we've lost some power on on the on the on the video. Why don't we put Justin Trudeau back on? Historique sur la colline du Parlement. Et envisagez-vous d'une quelconque façon ajuster votre politique? Je pense que ce qu'on a vu, c'est que oui, il y a des gens qui hésitent encore à se faire vacciner, mais en même temps. 
dans la réaction des Canadiens d'un bout à l'autre, pas seulement aux expressions de haine et d'intolérance qu'on a vues dans, parmi ces manifestants, mais aussi dans le message de liberté et de choix. Les Canadiens sont en train de dire, moi, ma liberté, c'est la liberté de retourner à des choses que je voulais faire avant et la façon d'assumer cette liberté, c'est de se faire vacciner. Moi, mon choix, c'est d'être là les uns pour les autres parce que c'est comme ça euh, qu'on a créé ce pays. C'est en étant là les uns pour les autres qu'on définit ce que c'est d'être Canadien. Alors, en même temps qu'une petite euh, minorité marginalisée est en train de, de rouspéter, de manifester, la vaste majorité des Canadiens sont en train de dire, ben voyons donc, c'est en continuant d'être là les uns pour les autres qu'on va passer à travers. On est tous d'accord. On veut n'en finir avec cette pandémie. Mais la grande majorité des Canadiens savent très bien que la façon qu'on va en finir, c'est pas en manifestant contre la pandémie, c'est en se faisant vacciner. Les abords du Parlement, M. Trudeau, les abords du Parlement sont-ils sécuritaires et les policiers devraient-ils évacuer le secteur? Euh, J'ai énormément confiance euh, dans nos, nos services de, de, de sécurité publique euh, qui font un travail remarquable dans des situations extrêmement difficiles. Je veux remercier euh, la police d'Ottawa, la GRC, le service de protection euh, parlementaire et tous euh, ceux qui ont travaillé avec acharnement cette fin de semaine pour s'assurer euh, de minimiser euh, les dégâts euh, et, euh, et l'harcèlement et l'intimidation des citoyens euh, qu'on a vu à Ottawa. Euh, C'est pas fini, mais ils vont continuer de faire leur job. Et je sais que les Canadiens, à travers le pays, peuvent avoir confiance euh, dans ceux qui choisissent de servir euh, le, le bien du public. Operator, would it be possible to uh, put Marika Walsh on the, on the line? She didn't get her follow-up. Perfect. Thank you. And we don't have Marika Walsh in the queue anymore. I'm sorry. Thank you. Merci tout le monde.